0: If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Do you try to park at the center of a designated parking spot? Well, I've got news for you. Parking along the edge is better. First of all, getting right into the middle of the spot is tough you'll always miss by a few inches to the left or right. Say you park a couple of inches to the left, and someone on your left parks a couple inches to their right. Now you're closer to each other than you'd want to be, and chances are you won't be able to get out of your car from the driver's side. If you drive along the left edge line, you'll see how your car fits exactly where you want it to. And your neighbor on the left will want to do the same to have some space on their right to open the passenger door. This way, you'll both have enough room to get out of your cars without trouble. And if everyone on the parking lot did that, they wouldn't have any problems with spacing at all. Parking lots are often the size of my hometown, so finding a car in there can be a real challenge. A sure way to do it is to make your phone remember where it is instead of your brain. All you have to do is ping the location on the map and let the GPS app guide you back to the vehicle. Ever opened your car door only to see a cyclist speeding right at it at the last moment? You'd be lucky to close the door before the accident. To avoid that, practice the Dutch Reach. If you're in a right-driving country, the door is on your left. As easy as it is to just open it with your left hand, make some effort and do it with your right. Stretching like this, you'll automatically look into your rear-view mirror and won't miss a cyclist coming your way. If you're in the passenger seat, do the opposite and use your left hand to open the door. It takes time to get used to this habit. One of the easy ways is to remember the slogan, reach, swivel, look, open. The recirculation button isn't the most popular one, but can actually be super useful when you're stuck in traffic amidst exhaust gas. It recirculates the air inside your car, shutting off the airflow from outside. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Now this one is more common sense than anything, as most modern car alarms have a built-in system to prevent car theft, effectively locking everything in your car if you use it. But it's handy to keep it separate from your car keys in case you get mugged, thrown out of your car, or if, for whatever reason, you left your keys inside the car. You probably keep your phone with you at all times, but when you're driving, it might distract you. So why not put it in the glove compartment to focus on the road ahead? Well, two reasons, heat and cold. If you put the phone out of sight, you might forget about it and leave it in the car when you go out. And cars tend to go extremely hot or extremely cold very quickly, depending on the weather outside. If it's hot, The temperature inside the car will reach 100 degrees Fahrenheit and over in under an hour. Phones don't like being exposed to such heat, so your electronic bud, forgotten in the glove compartment, may literally melt there. The battery might leak and you'll lose it for good. And if it's winter and the weather's freezing, your car will cool down way too much in no time as well. Not hard to guess that your phone won't take that kindly either. After a prolonged period of time in the cold, it might have problems with its display. Its battery life may grow shorter, and it may start shutting off on its own. In the worst-case scenario, the cold might even crack the display. So hey, best take your phone with you on your way out. Everyone knows there are handles above each of the doors in any car. They come in handy when you need something to hold on to, in case the ride gets too crazy, or the road starts to get too twisty-turny. You might have also seen people hanging fresh dry cleaning or clothes on them. But perhaps you didn't know that the original purpose of these handles was to help you get in and out of the car. A must have for bigger vehicles, right? In most minivans and some crossover SUVs, you can pull down a convex mirror from a special compartment in front of your rear view mirror. Why do you need a second mirror over your head? It helps you keep an eye on the kids, pets, or just passengers in the back seats without taking your eyes off the road for a second longer than needed. This tip will be more or less useful depending on the car, but see if you can find any of these storage spaces in your ride. It could be a little pop-out compartment near your rearview mirror that's just perfect for your cell phone or shades. Some cars have a secret hiding spot behind the climate control panel, You can also try checking under the passenger seat or behind the front row if you have a crossover. Chances are there are easy to remove bins so that you can drop whatever you want, like your dirty shoes, in there and take them out and clean them afterwards. Have you ever noticed a little snowflake light up on your dashboard? This is the frost or freeze warning and it lights up automatically. inform you that the temperature outside has dropped so much that the roads are likely to freeze when the snowflake is yellow the temperature is getting close to freezing probably around 40 degrees fahrenheit when it's red it's at or below freezing 32 degrees fahrenheit don't confuse this snowflake with the winter mode indicator though it normally also looks like a snowflake or just a w it turns on and off when you push a button to make your car move in second or third gear. It prevents your tires from spinning and slipping when you're driving on icy roads. If you ever made a mistake of pumping the wrong fuel into your car, or did it out of curiosity for whatever reason, and I mean fueling diesel into a gas-powered car or vice versa, you simply know nothing good comes of it. Diesel-powered cars simply can't use gasoline, and gas-powered ones can't go on diesel. If you fill your tank with the wrong kind of fuel, your car will probably go on for a short while until the right sort is depleted. But when it is, the vehicle will just stop in its tracks. The inner workings of the car won't allow the wrong fuel to get it moving, and worst of all, it might even break your engine. So better use the fuel your car is made for. You probably didn't know it, but prolonged concentration on the road may make your brain tired and snooze with you none the wiser. It's called microsleep, And it could easily become a cause of a crash on a busy road. So when you've been driving for more than two hours, best pull over and let yourself outside to stretch your legs and breathe some fresh air for about 10 minutes. This is especially important when driving at night The darkness and the monotonous hum of the engine might make you sleepy in no time. So do yourself a favor and refresh your brain every now and then. When you're traveling down a highway or a country road, little pebbles might come flying your way. They aren't that dangerous, and you might not even notice the damage. But if you look closely, you can find small scratches on your headlights. If you plan to stay on the road for a long time and rain catches you on the way, your headlights might fog up because of that damage. They need to be repaired. But in the meantime, use a piece of transparent adhesive tape. It will prevent the moisture from getting in through the gap and the headlights from fogging up. You'll probably agree that no one can ignore the terrible screeching of car brakes. Most people get freaked out and rush to a mechanic to have their car fixed. What they don't know is that the most likely cause of these terrible sounds is rust on the brake pads. Luckily, this rust can be easily removed by brushing, scraping, or blasting off. Some people do it themselves after watching a couple of YouTube videos. Most garages will be happy to do this procedure for you, for a modest compensation.